where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast. It's uh, Bills News with a UK twist. Matt and Alex here as usual, and we are previewing the uh, the matchup we have this Sunday with the Arizona Cardinals. Alex, how your how's your week been? Oh, you know it's 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 fine. Uh, you know, lockdown two right? So yeah, just enjoying working from home again. Whatever, you know. I got I got the new Xbox, so that's keeping me busy. <laughs> well, I saw that. Turn the room green, apparently, that's you're saying. Oh, yeah. Or is that just the lighting? No, yeah, that was that was the lighting. Uh, I have a, <laughs> I, I backlit my monitor, so, you know, I can play with that for fun. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair enough. No, it's... um. But, but yes. here's one thing that we never do. I never What's ask that? how you're doing. Matt, how are you doing? Oh, man. Damn it. You always ask that question. Never ask that question. I wish this wasn't the first time. Um... <laughs> I'm all right. I've uh, started to get a stinking headache and uh, starting to lose my voice, but that's all work-related. Um, in fact, we've got one person off. The other one, we're having so many issues with the VPN on there, and it's um, it's really causing me a lot and lot of headache. Uh, right. I've just I, received. I regret I asked. Yeah. Well, then again, I've just received your uh, your little care package to me. Oh yeah. Yes, with the uh, with all the sauces and the and the marinade. So. That's brightened it up a little bit. You know, the, the best thing to do is is take that Chevetta's barbecue marinade that I got you. And uh, if you're going to do wings, uh, yeah. mix some of that Chevetta's with the fr- with some Franks, like 60, yeah. 40 Chevetta's. That's yeah. one of my favorite sauces in Buffalo. Um, one of my favorite bars, um, Dwyer's, does that really good kind of yeah. making me want wings right now i should uh we should stop and just talk <laughs> about football <laughs> yes yes i mean before we get on to the um get on to the preview i just want to really this, these two things kind of interlink it's kind of got me um and i think most bills fans are a bit um a bit frustrated there's obviously josh allen wins the afc um player of the week for it a monster yeah, Jer- Jerry Simmons of um, of Tennessee gets the defensive player of the week. Who? I mean, uh, is it Jeremy or Jeffrey? Jeffrey Simmons. I don't, I, don't, the, uh, I don't know who the guy is at all. I don't, you know. Well, he's from the Titans. He's Titans okay. defensive um, defensive tackle with um, was it? He had three tackles, one for a loss or something, and one um, quarterback pressure or something like that, and yet. We've all seen the stats of what AJ um, AJ Klein did, and they showed him no love on that, and that's really grinding my gears a little bit. I know, I know. On this show, we've all um, really had a go at him, actually, um, in the last few weeks for his plays. But then, when he does play well, the media just don't just don't even want to know, and that's really grinding me up this week. But 
the funniest thing that came from it was when Sal Capaccio actually did tweet it. One guy decided to actually um, tweet, and he's a Tennessee fan. He goes, and his English is so terrible. <laughs> and he goes, man, please, one or two more losses. You won't even make the playoffs. I think he meant won't even make the playoffs. And I'm just thinking to myself, you're saying that we're going to go 12 and 4, 13 and 3 and not make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even even right now, if we had one or two extra losses, we still would probably, I think, be in the last playoff spot. So this guy clearly, you know what bothers me the most about some NFL fans is they don't pay attention to the rest of the league. Yeah. This guy probably thinks Josh Allen is still inaccurate. You know, he probably doesn't know that Stefan Diggs is on our team. He stays yeah. in his little Tennessee Titans bubble and just ugh, the worst. <laughs> I know. I mean, he's he, obviously Bill's fans have got on top of that and actually um, and actually uh, roasting it for him. Oh, um, yeah, get him. Someone actually goes, um, you're crazy. Titan fans can't even um, get fans to show up when it's not COVID. <laughs> um, he um, says, stop trying to make yourself look good. All Titans home games um, before COVID be sold out. And then another person goes, um, next time you come to your stadium, have some of your fans show up. It was embarrassing for your guys. <laughs> All we had to rebut to that was Bill's loss, 42-16. LMAO, and I'm just there thinking, mate, you're not really, you're not getting anything from this. Yeah, there's and a strong possibility that we meet them in the playoffs. So let's just yeah. wait and see. I mean, he goes, don't matter. That's like saying you only beat the Jets by eight points. Love trolling sensitive Bills fans who cry. Um, don't have two, don't have two whole countries seen Bills or Bill with an S capital, with an apostrophe S, get embarrassed on national TV. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I just... We don't need to give this scrub any more attention. I know, yeah. but uh, yeah, so one more, it goes, there's no difference <laughs> in a win and loss, we still beat them, with in response to um, us losing, to beating the Jets by eight points. He goes, come back um, to then score 40 on the Bills, that's the case. How can we score 40 points on ourselves? You play offense defense against each other and just say, Josh, go 40 points? Unbelievable. You know, I, I uh, would say maybe he was drunk, but then again, it's just Tennessee. So that's what you get. <laughs> but yes, no, that's my, uh, I thought I'd just have a little uh, rant and a little bit of, uh, yeah. <laughs> bring a bit of entertainment in before we get to nitty gritty stuff. And uh, yes, let's talk, um, let's talk Bills Cardinals. It's, um, it's a Sky game, 9.05 uh, kickoff over here. Uh, so people are going to be getting their VPNs out. Um, I'm already tired uh, just thinking about it. <laughs> but yes, let's go on to it. Uh, so what do, you, um, what do you have for me? I think that the first thought that I had in, in looking at this game was that the, the Bills defense needs to stay in attack mode. Uh, I, I know that no coach in the NFL wants a shootout every week, but let's be realistic here. Um, if the bills stay aggressive, then they'll give up points, but they'll also force turnovers and mistakes by the opposing offense. And yeah. I really think that this is the recipe to success for this bills team. Hmm, I mean, no, exactly. The defense is finding its stride approaching the bye week The whole team is really, 
So, you know, you, the coaching staff, they'll, they'll take what works and what doesn't, and they have, they'll have an extra week then to perfect the recipe. And, and that should really worry our opponents uh, that we face out of the bye week. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, like I said, for this game, let's stay aggressive. We're give up points, but at the same time, you have to trust your offense, right? No, exactly. I mean, it's, um, I think we, we go out, we, we demolished Seattle's um, secondary, Cardinal secretary, secretary, Cardinal <laughs> secretary. Yes. They're playing, uh, they're playing on, uh, on Sunday. The Cardinals secondary, um, they did get shredded up a little bit by um by Tua and the um and the Dolphins on there, but yeah, Tua had a great completion percentage in that game, and and it's something that we can providing that Brown is um Brown is fit and we get the um the whole cast and ensemble back um back fit and healthy. I believe Mitch Morse uh, is practicing. Yeah, which is um which is good. Which yep. means then we can yep. pick. Feliciano out to one of the guards and have yeah, the winter. We definitely can't allow seven sacks again. No, I think I think obviously that had to do with the O line, the swell on a couple of occasions on there. But having Morse back, <clears throat> Feliciano, um, in one of the guard spots, and then most likely going to be Winters because Ford hasn't practiced um, again this week. Right. Um, Having that, that's probably going to be more solid than ever. And obviously, Daryl Williams at right tackle has probably been the um, the most underrated signing that we've actually had this season. Oh yeah, unsung, unsung hero for sure. Yeah, but uh, let's... I think. Go ahead. I just think it's just a case of just obviously attacking. I mean, their um, their defense is ranked fourteenth on there, so they're kind of good, kind of um, kind of on the upward trend, but. It's just the way we can, we've got that um, ability. We're fourth in passing um, and we can, we can just dissect any opportunity. We know that Josh can go deep. We know he can um, audible at the, um, at the line. He's good on the inter- intermediates and he's even better against the blitz. I mean, I've been reading an article on his, um, his plan to beat the bits and he's actually, um, and let me just read a little snippet from it it's in 2019 he only had a 74.9 percent passer rating against the blitz nine touchdowns four interceptions and a 50.3 completion percentage in 2020 he has a 114 percent passer rating when blitzed first first through the first nine games um nine touchdowns one interception 61.6 completion percentage so he is and only four sacks on 90 dropbacks. So he knows how to play the blitz. And this offense picks up the blitz on the um on quite well. So we do that and you got you're now forcing Arizona to make um, make huge adjustments to try and get um trying to get Allen down. Yeah, the, the the weird thing about their defenses and uh you know I'll, I'll talk about this uh, in a minute, but uh, I mean, they haven't really played anybody, any like tough. They've played Seattle, obviously, but as a mm. whole, when you look at Arizona's defensive statistics, um, it, it's weird to, to gauge them because they, you know, they've played a, a really, they, they played the second easiest schedule in the league. I'll just say that uh, statistically. Yeah. So, I mean, so let, let's focus on Arizona. Um, their three losses are to teams that I think we would expect the Bills to beat. 
Detroit, Carolina, and Miami. So mm-hmm. Arizona's lost all three of them. Um, yep. Uh, at the same time, though, you know, for as bad as that sounds, they're only one game removed from being being a much more impressive five and two after their overtime win against Seattle. Uh, they could have went to overtime against Miami if not for a missed field goal. So it's it's tough for me to really gauge what this Arizona team is. Um, in last week's game is a real interesting one. A lot of guys in my fantasy football group chat said that they're worried about Miami sneaking up behind us. So I wanted to look at that Arizona game against Miami and really see if there's any information I can glean from it. Um, Go for it. So by all statistical indication, Arizona should have won that game. They, they mm-hmm. outgained Miami by 130 yards. They had time of possession. Uh, I think that the nail in the coffin actually came in the first quarter when they gave up a fumble touchdown to good old Shaq Lawson. Um, <laughs> I mean, Arizona yeah. was able to recover, uh, you know. Um, I mean, I want to say Miami got lucky, oddly. Uh, Arizona botched a fourth and one with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and that turnover on downs led to Miami's go-ahead field goal. Uh, and then on their next drive, they ran the ball unsuccessfully on second and third down that led to them having to kick a field goal on fourth down. Um, so yeah. uh, they, they definitely didn't deserve to lose last week. I mean, Kyler Murray had a quarterback rating of 150. He ran for 106 yards, four total touchdowns. Mm. Honestly, I'd put that loss on Arizona's coaching staff. Which, you know, gives me hope knowing and believing that McDermott, Dable, and Frazier can outcoach their opponent this week. Yeah. I think I think it's it's good. I mean, obviously we're now we're now gonna have to game plan um really, really um carefully now when we go to Cardinals. We may have to um may have to bring back the blueprint for the uh, Ravens last year. Um when what we did to uh, Lamar Jackson to halt his running ability. Yeah, then you just got to rely on your offense to be able to outscore them then. You know, if you can contain a running quarterback, you just got to make sure that your quarterback doesn't stink up the place. And Baltimore's defense last year is better than Arizona's defense this year. So, yeah, yeah, we have that same blueprint, that'll work, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd rather Murray beat us through what he could do with the air and the weapons than what he can do on the um, on the ground. Now, you know, I, ground... I, real quick, though, I mean, I thought that too. I was thinking if you keep Kyler in the pocket, maybe you have a chance to beat him. But he's got a 68% completion percentage. It's just like a few mm-hmm. fraction of a points off from Josh. He's got a 99 quarterback rating for reference. Allen's a 107. I mean, he's truly a dual threat quarterback. I mean, his yeah. ability to... I mean, early in the season, he was just looking at Hopkins, but lately he's been able to spread the ball around. Christian Kirk has really come on. So, um, you know, we see that Trey White is on the injury report, did not practice with his ankle. I mean, if he's out, then you would suggest, you would expect the cards to just force feed D hop the ball. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say that forcing Kyler to throw would be the recipe for success. It's pressuring him like we did Russell. Well, yeah, pressure that. But then, obviously, you take away his ability to run, obviously, with the best pressure possible. I mean, he'll gain, on first, if he runs on first downs, he can gain seven, eight yards, which already put them in um, actually able to let him move the field a lot quicker. I mean, if, if they're going to be without Drake, 
they're going to be relying on Chase Edmonds. Um, yeah, he's had a few decent games. He did nothing in the um, in the Miami game. It was mainly Kyler running. If you can limit what he can do on his run to say two or three yards, then that's um, that's probably the best way you're going to beat him. Just let him let him air it out. If we've got Hopkins, if, if we've got White, he'll be on Hopkins. You just got to hope that. Levi can take care of Christian Kirk and just hope that whoever they put on the um in the slot, uh, which we know will probably be um Taron Johnson, can keep an eye on um Isabella, who's a speed who's a speedy guy, or Fitzgerald. So they're gonna play him more on the um more on the inside. But you take away those weapons and then he is gonna have to force him onto force him onto the ground. And we've seen what we like what we're like against um quarterbacks running and uh, running backs recently. We've been struggling with the exception of the last couple of games. But when you've got Murray who's electric as that and actually can make those moves, I'd rather stop him gaining seven or eight yards on first down or even second down and actually just make him throw it and actually um and beat us should we have Trey White um, through the air? If, if we don't have Trey White, then he could beat us either way, hands down. You know Trey White's going to lock down D-Hop. Um, so you just limit what he can do in the um, scrambling. And then you've got a, um, you've got a recipe, a recipe for, for success. It may be not the official blueprint and final blueprint, but you've got a section of that blueprint to actually um, to implement Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, it, it's tough to understand who this Arizona team is. Uh, looking at their schedule, they beat San Francisco in week one when San Francisco was at their best. Uh, they beat Seattle close. Um, other than that, I mean, wins against Washington, the Jets, and Dallas don't speak to a team that's had a tough challenge so far this season. Mm. Um, no, exactly. You know, it's 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 interesting to see how they compare to us. I mean, their strength is a lot like ours. QB one and wide receiver one are the stars of the show. You have a highly yeah. drafted quarterback and a traded for new wide receiver. Both teams have good wide receiver depth, a so-so mm-hmm. running back stable, and a quarterback who can on any given Sunday lead their team in rushing. I mean, these are two top five NFL offenses. It should make for another stressful, fun game. <laughs> Yeah, I think in the end of the day, it's going to come down to um, it's going to come down to who can who can score the most points. Um, I think I think giving us the edge, really, on offense over the um, over the Cardinals. I know our run games actually started to improve a lot more, and we know pretty much the reason why is because Feliciano is actually um, back in that um, starting lineup. But you've just ne- we just now got to hope we can see the um, the Seattle um, Bills defense come out. If they can get that, as you say, if they get that pressure, they can get those sacks. They can force those turnovers. I know Murray is actually um, can be quite uh, protective of the ball, doesn't turn it over as much as people um, would think. Yeah, they've only and they've that. only allowed they've only allowed ten sacks this season. Uh, second best in the league so it's going to be tough to get to him because of his scrambling and their offensive line so if we can if we can get back to that and obviously get our um and get our offense carrying on from where they left off and actually um going back into the week one to four thing you then have to look at it and say 
yeah, this team can actually um can make that uh make that playoff and actually take that AFC East championship. I mean, at the moment we're number three seeds, we're the third seeds, and we're due to play. I believe it was um the Raiders. I believe if the playoffs ended today at home. Yeah, I mean the it's the AFC North that worries me the most. That's going to be either Pittsburgh or Tennessee is going to be. Um, oh, hang on, let me give it a look real quick. Um, Pittsburgh, yeah. Tennessee's Wait, in the South. South, yeah. Sorry, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm not. Uh, I'm looking ahead when I shouldn't be. Uh, staying on Arizona, <laughs> you know. Let's not get ahead of ourselves with with playoff talk. But, yeah. Um, for what the Bills' offense can expect from Arizona's defense. Um, you know, they're not as bad as Seattle's in the secondary. It will be tougher out there, but things, plays mm-hmm. can be had. Uh, yeah. You know, Arizona's played some really soft offenses. I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep going back to that. I mean, if if you can compare Buffalo's offense to Seattle, which looked very similar last week, obviously, um, you know, C- Seattle was able to play Arizona really tight and really high scoring. I really feel like if Josh is even like, you know, 70, 75% of what he did last week, let's say 300 yards and three touchdowns, you should expect a win. And I'm going to say something that's remarkably obvious. Hmm. Uh, Nobody who analyzes football ever needs to say this out loud, but I will. Uh, (laughs) Don't turn the ball over. (laughs) Limiting Arizona's, yeah, right? Mind-boggling, right? But Matt, how did you come to that conclusion? Adam? Unbelievable. I'm really going out on a limb here. <laughs> Obviously, limiting Arizona's offense is key to coming out of the desert with a win. So yes. having the ball more than them, uh, making sure that we, you know, just play that, you know, aggressive but smart game. Uh, hmm. You still kind of never know what you're going to get with Josh Allen. He's been a lot better this year by far. Yes. Uh, you know, but I mean, it's, it's one of those things that with Buffalo's defense, you can't even have one turnover. Mm. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a little bit stressful, you know? Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's going to be an interesting one. I mean, as, as I said earlier, with with Josh, it, it it's now how he's actually um, diagnosing himself on that. I'm going to just quickly go back to the um to the offense and something that um I read that people may not have noticed that most of the calls and look out for this when we go on to the third and um third and long plays that he'll Josh Allen will actually start saying gold rip or gold tornado. Which is um, which is uh, um, a way of actually getting John Brown in involved, and that's okay. how he actually got the screen screen game up for John Brown to go thirty three yards. So keep that's an eye on that. Good. That's but good stuff, yeah. But it's it, it's we we've got it. We've we've got the offense now how we want it. If we can get we just open back up that one to four week playoff, uh, one to four week um playbook. And I think that we will actually um we will win and it'll be a Seattle type game. So we'll take the um take the lead quite early, get out of the block, then actually um and see suffocate them as best as possible. So they'll have to keep playing catch up. 
rather than um, rather than actually just trading points for points for touchdowns yeah. for touchdowns um, each drive. But I, I have a massive feeling that we can do it. And the injury report is really hopeful of what we can actually do. Because, I mean, as you mentioned, we had Ang- we had Tredavious White not practising with his ankle. Um, obviously, Cody Ford, again, not practising. Mitch Morse back, which is, um, which is good. I'm um, just looking through the list. Um, Josh Norman still limited. Brian yeah. Winters. I honestly not... don't need Josh Norman to come back and play again. <laughs> I don't need that. Brian Winters is uh, did not practice with his um, with his knee. Obviously, Jerry Hughes had a rest veteran rest day. So did John Brown. Yeah. Um, but it's well, not. Yeah, we're we're recording this before the Thursday. Uh, well, yeah. Injury report is out, so things could change by the time we finish recording. Um, you know, it's honest... not as it's not as bad as what we yeah. what we've had previously on there. Yeah. So it, it in the end, it's just seeing how that um, how that works. I mean, obviously, we know will we see? Well, we may not see um, Darren Lee this this week. He's not one of the protected um, protected squad players, but who knows? They may still call him up if um, if needs be. Yeah. But they've got. Um, yeah. The new, the new signing was it? Is it, is it Damien or Darren Wally? Wally? I can't remember his, how his first name. I know it began with a D. I think it's Damien Wally. I can't or say. Rawley, I remember Raw- seeing that. Ah, what's his name? Wally. Wally. W O W O Wally. Yeah, Wally. That's the one. Okay. Um, he's a protected player. Um, Jake Camaro is um, uh, is protected as well as the two um the two offensive uh, offensive linemen. So that's who they got protected. So we may we may be seeing and hopefully seeing AJ Klein actually uh, use the use the I was not selected AFC Defensive Player of the Year as motivation to to sack um, sack Kyler and give him a hard time. But yeah, I mean, uh, I would, I would, I would, I would. The best I could hope for is that we give him a hard time, not sack him, because I don't <laughs> think we're going to get to him very often. If we get any kind of pressure, it's just going to be, you know, um, you know, a, a QB hurry. It's going to be. It's so tough to bring him down because he's so, you know, shifty. Um, yeah. So, in in conclusion, I would I would say that I wanted to come out of these two games with a split. And I still think that's going to happen. Uh, I want to say that Kyler Murray is a bigger challenge than Russell Wilson is because of his ground game and how bad we are against the run. So I'm going to say 28-27 Cardinals. Ooh, I can't remember what I actually said. I know I said um, I still stuck by. I still stuck by what I said last week in wins um, when we beat Seattle on there. I, I think I think we will I think we will win I I think we go up we so. come out of this eight and two I hope so I as much as I see it I can see us coming out of it eight and two so it's um it's good we've um we've got that offense we've got that continuity and it's always nice to go into a bye week with um with uh, a bit of momentum yeah and here's yeah. what I wanted to say about that playoff seating. Um, if if we do end up getting the fourth seed as the division winner, that's what I don't want because the uh, the, the second place in the AFC North is, is going to be either Pittsburgh or Baltimore, and obviously Pittsburgh 
undefeated right now, but if they struggle like they did against Dallas and Baltimore can maybe win the division. I, last place in last place division winner plays first place wild card, and that's going to be Pittsburgh or Baltimore, and I don't want that for the, our first playoff game. So we're going to need to take that three seed, which means that we need to do better than the AFC South winner, which is going to probably be Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, you said, yeah, that first game right now, from where we are, that first game would be against Las Vegas or Miami. So, yeah, definitely need to be the th- second or three seed. Do not want to be the fourth seed. No, exactly. The home, the home seed gets your first and second. Um, also, the first, obviously, by you get home field advantage for the rest of the playoffs. Second and third will be home, but yeah, I can I can see us do it. I can see Alan going for another three hundred and fifty yards on here, and I can see this time I can actually see John Brown and maybe Davis or maybe Beezer. I could see any one of the four actually get um, get a hundred yards. Yeah, maybe even multiple. It's a two high explosive offenses, two um, un, two steady defenses will make a good uh, good battle in the desert. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, and I also uh, I also really enjoy watching Red Zone for those six p.m. games, so that'll be a uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, and this time I'll have uh, I may not have the misses actually uh, uh, watch both games. She watched pretty much the whole of the Bills game. And then she watched pretty much uh, like the first first half of the uh, of the Dolphins game. Oh, she must game. have hated watching that Bills game with you because if I was yelling, I'm pretty sure you were yelling too. So how'd that go? Uh, she she managed to uh to get through it. Okay, yeah. Um, lucky for me that she had um she had a bit of a bit of a cold developing. So how crazy did, did you get during that game? Not as crazy as people would actually um, think. Oh, I really? Oh, so I was totally... the unhinged one this week. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't as crazy. I still, I still celebrated. They still actually um, cursed the officials here and there, but I wasn't um, really over excited. I know that. Um, Interesting. I was, I was eating dinner at the same time. So yeah. if I was going to be yeah. overexcited, I'd be having dinner all over the. Uh, so i guess things are shifting you're becoming more statistical and i'm becoming more emotional it's crazy it's a crazy thing this season well i'm more i'm more statistical after um games usually before and the previews you're the statistical one right right. and um and after i'm the um statistical one so yeah good point good point good point all right Uh, well well, uh we got we got uh you you're picking the bills and i'm picking the cardinals uh, just yeah. because, just because things need to come back to normal. If we win this game, then oh my god, Super Bowl! But right now, I'm just trying to keep myself grounded and just say take the yeah. loss. But yeah, I think that's where we're at. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Oh god, that was quick. Um, <laughs> I did not get to say my final say. I don't know. Oh, okay. You got one more. I thing did not have it. a final. I did not have a final say anyway. But okay. uh, <laughs> I just, I just like the momentum going in. Everyone's going to be buoyed um, by going into the buyer eight and two. Then you've got um, an easier sort of running until we get to the um, till we get to like the Steelers, the Steelers game. So oh yeah, a win here would make a loss to the Steelers that much easier to deal with. So but then we can ask, we'll ask ourselves: Have the Steelers actually played anyone worthy of actually taking them, taking them down? That's they a good got really point. lucky. 
we can discuss that, but it also would take an extra 20 minutes. So true. Just, true. We'll worry about uh, yes, that when we no. get there, right? Yes. So um, as, as we always say on everything, show us the love and um, and hit any like, follow and subscribe button on our on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, so at UK underscore bills on Twitter at RWBB underscore podcast on Twitter, Buffalo Bills UK YouTube, Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook. And I will be because after this week, we're going into the bye week getting up the details to um to get involved in the um in the raffle and it's um it's a signed uh a signed jersey um a signed andre reed's jersey so i'm gonna get those details up um during the cardinals game or just after for the um for the bye week and hopefully um on our 100th episode which is coming in um in what about three episodes time i believe all right sounds good Hopefully we'll get all the tickets sold by then, and we can draw draw them um, draw them on the uh, on the review show on the one um, hundredth episode show. So mm-hmm. keep following and showing all the love. And for Alex, this is Matt saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening. Continue following and subscribing, and go Bills. Go Bills. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about yeah. work. Yeah. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.